Welcome to Curious Sex Ed by Sex Ed Files and Sex Ed with DB. We're real sex educators answering even realer anonymous sex ed questions. Here's an important disclaimer. Curious Sex Ed is for people 18 plus, and we are not medical professionals. What we discuss in this podcast is not medical advice. Please consult your health team for any issues that you might be having. Good afternoon, Mariah. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm pretty good. You know, lots going on. Busy, but really, really happy to be back for another fucking sick-ass episode. Yes. Oh my gosh. The spring is such a busy time. I, I'm i so busy. Every single weekend I have something to do, so... But not too busy for this. (laughs) Not too busy for this amazing podcast that we've created together. Yes. And thank you all so much for listening to the first episode. We got some amazing feedback and a lot of people were excited about us talking about porn addiction, which we're not surprised by. A lot of people are interested (laughs) in porn. So that's exactly why we chose that question. So thank you. Thank you to that listener and to that writer who wrote in and I'm fucking excited about today's episode (laughs) all about BDSM and sexual kink. And that's kind of the overarching topic. But the question that someone wrote in is this. They said, I'm just getting started with my BDSM and sexual kink journey. Where do I begin? And what does advanced BDSM look like? So it's kind of a two-parter here where it's like, what what is it? Or I guess it's a three-parter. It's like, what is this thing? (laughs) Right? It's a run-on sentence to me. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) It was in multiple sentences. But, you know, it's a three-parter, right? Because it's like, what is this thing, aka BDSM and sexual kink? How do I get started if I'm a a novice, if I'm a beginner? Mm -hmm. And one day, if I want to advance to the advanced BDSM category, what does that look like? And so we're going to try our best to get through a lot of this in, uh, you know, the, the short time that we have together, but I'm very excited nonetheless. <laughs> I'm intimidated by this question, to be yeah. honest, but totally fair. we will get into it. Um, we just want to shout out our Bestie crew. And this is just a reminder, if you want to join our Bestie crew and want to access Curious Sex Ed after episode three, go to buymeacoffee.com slash Curious Sex Ed to learn more. Also, we have a link to our anonymous question box where you can write in some anonymous sex ed questions and we might answer it here. So that is buymeacoffee.com coffee.com slash curious sex ed. Love it so much. And we already have a couple folks who have written in like Mm -hmm. asking a little bit about what we're really doing here. And I'm just excited to say like, this is a new project. We're figuring it out as we go. You know, our, our buy me a coffee is kind of this really fun new platform that we found that we just really have been enjoying. So thank you to folks who have tipped us with a coffee and to folks who are considering joining. Uh, we promise that episodes that we have for you are very exciting, chock full of personal <laughs> stories and a lot of really, really good stuff. Um, yeah. And before we even go on in this episode, we want to make a, a little note here that we are not kink and BDSM 
educators. I repeat, (laughs) we are not kink and BDSM educators. We are sex educators. We will Um, mention some though. We'll mention some. We sure will. Um, And, you know, we're going to go through a beginner's guide to kink and BDSM. And again, you know, at the end, we'll really share kink and BDSM educators who are experienced, who we trust, who we really recommend that you check out. But we really want to make that clear before we, we get started. And, you know, Again, we have this formula that we're working with here. We're in the beginning of every episode. We're going to talk about our first impressions and our journey coming to to this topic. And so the question that we want to answer first is like, what were our first impressions of sexual kink in BDSM? And how do they really differ comparing, you know, a hookup versus a long-term partner or someone in between um, or multiple partners? And what have we seen in the media, whether that be movies, TV shows, and books, um, versus, you know, what actual play actually plays out in reality for us when it comes to sexual kink and BDSM. And then just another quick note here, because I posted something on my Instagram kind of recently all about the difference between sexual kink mm-hmm. and a fetish and someone, and I didn't use that phrase. I didn't say sexual kink, but I was referring to that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And somebody mentions, hey, pst, just so you know, there can be non-sexual kink. Yeah. And I I really didn't even like think through that need for that disclaimer. And that person who said that is at the kink educator on Instagram. They reminded me, you know, non-sexual kinks exist and we should mention some of them. Yeah. Oh, I think is that Emerson Karsh, I think. Oh, is that the, the same person? Yeah. I think that's right. Oh no! There, I learned everything. <laughs> I learned everything from Emerson. That's like anything I know about sexual kink and kink in general, um, which is great because I didn't know much before. So totally, yeah. And some of the ones that the kink educator mentioned are age play that doesn't involve sex, rope play, power dynamics, impact play, edge play, and there are lots more that are considered kink but not ne- necessary. Uh, to do with sex. So I thought it was really an important call out. I also just want to share briefly, you know, this idea of where I kind of came to my understanding of what sexual kink and BDSM were. And no surprise, like I feel like everyone and their mother found out about this in mainstream media with Fifty Shades of Grey. (laughs) And I think like that, that, you know, for better and worse, I think like I also read the series, of course. I think I was in college. Um, (laughs) And yes, it has some negative impacts, but I really feel like it got people talking about it, which was cool to see. Like even SNL had a skit about it, about like this Mother's Day, you're going to want to get your mom like a rumbling washing machine because she's like literally sitting on it watching (laughs) Fifty Shades of Grey, like implying that she's masturbating while reading. And I think that it was just an interesting look at like, yes, this is like based on fucking Twilight and just kind of like really not an (laughs) ideal version of this. But I think the fact that it opened up like a conversation for the Midwestern mom is really, really something to applaud in that way. (laughs) Even if some of the messaging was misogynistic or harmful or if it didn't feel like it related with people, I just appreciate it for what it was, which is a conversation starter. Totally. Yeah, that is uh, definitely, <laughs> I, I 
relate to that a lot because I my first impressions really didn't come until I was in college and Fifty Shades of Grey does have some to do with that. Um, but also porn. I know we just talked about porn, um, but honestly, I think overall it kind of just demonstrated that sex doesn't just have to be penis in vagina, which, you know, college was kind of the time where I was thinking more freely for myself versus like my little hometown Christian kind of vibe. Like I was just a lot more open and kind of exploring my sexuality, getting to that place, you know? So I, I didn't know sex could be beyond penis and vagina. So Porn actually has a lot to do with just broadening my horizons uh, and kind of just demonstrating people experience pleasure and intimacy in many different ways. And sometimes that can involve um, sexual kink and different playing out different fantasies. And yeah, I I'm thankful to it for that. But also Fifty Shades of Grey did give me a different not different perspective, but kind of. I don't know, just continued that idea like, oh, this is this is different than what I had in mind. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And clearly like, it sold millions and millions of copies, right? Like yeah. people, people were interested in it. And I think obviously there are so many better versions of it, but I think it, it, it really did start something culturally for yeah. people. Um, and now we're going to get into the meat of this question, <laughs> right? Which is really like, what is BDSM and sexual kink? And I just want to name O School, O dot School. Uh, I used to work there, love the team there. Um, I'm very lucky to know folks who are brilliant sex educators at O School. And they wrote an amazing article that we will be uh, basically using for this question to answer this question. So I just want to say Definitely. thanks to O School and uh, check out the episode descri- description of this episode for the link to this article. And we'll make sure that uh, that you get that information. But Mariah, I'll let yeah. you take it away. Yeah. So let's kind of start with what is BDSM? Um, it's any consensual sexual activity involving bondage, and discipline, dominance, and submission, and sadism and masochism. There's all of the, the letters that fit with the words BDSM. Um, it's basically a practice that involves a power dynamic between partners where it's understood that one will have more power during sex than the other. Healthy BDSM requires that all partners have consented to the roles and they will play and understand the amount of power each person has. Yeah, absolutely. And I know you just you just read these, right? We read... B, bondage and discipline, (laughs) dominance and submission, sadism and masochism. But I'm wondering, you know, like folks might be thinking, what does that actually mean in practice? (laughs) I know for (laughs) Yeah, let's break it down. Because I know for me, whenever I see it, I'm kind of, it feels very jumbled to me. And it's helpful to kind of like really break it down into these different categories. So, Mm -hmm. and again, these are just like some examples of the ways in which that people can experience these. So take it with, take with it what you will. Uh, If this is not your experience of that, that's totally cool. I'm sure your experience is great and it is inclusive of what feels good for you and or for your partner or partners. But anyway, enough with the disclaimers, let's get into it. So (laughs) bondage and discipline refers to restraining and potentially punishing another person through certain mechanisms, including but not limited to handcuffs or rope tying, uh, whipping or spanking or otherwise like physically controlling and impacting a partner. So that's bondage and discipline. 
Then when we think about power and kind of certain roles, that's really in the dominance and submission, right? Of like different roles that partners can take on during different types of sex and the power that each of these roles in the sexual relationship has. There are certainly people who enjoy both, who enjoy only one or the other, or maybe you just kind of feel neutral about this and you're not really interested in that. And then finally, sadism refers to the enjoyment of watching someone else experience pain, while masochism describes pleasure at feeling your own pain. Mm. So in the last episode when Mariah was talking about if pain is your thing, if that's consensual, (laughs) then that's your thing, right? And that can have to do with sadism or masochism depending on who's experiencing the pain. So that's those are some kind of examples there. So let's talk about the difference between sexual kink and BDSM because they often get kind of lumped together and sometimes people have a they have a hard time kind of telling them apart. I know I do. Um, so they're under this umbrella of non-traditional types of sexual activity. Um, and the primary difference is that BDSM involves a power exchange between sexual partners, while sexual kink describes a broader category of sex that can but doesn't have to involve power dynamics. Um, some might even say like BDSM is a type of kink or sexual kink. Right. Yeah, I know I completely agree with this idea of like, oh, sometimes it kind of gets like lumped all in the same thing for me. But if you really just think of sexual kink as like a big roof, right? And then BDSM is just like an umbrella term under that roof, right? Yeah, yeah. Because even BDSM is an umbrella term in and of itself. Totally, yeah. Okay, let's let's keep it moving. I want to talk yeah, about sure. some, some other types, right, of kink and – BDSM, right? And so Mm. this is specifically what we hear from this amazing article at O School, but this list of categories is basically infinite, right? Like it invites you to be creative, but we do want to share what maybe are some common types, right? Of of sexual kink and non-sexual kink. And so there's impact play, which involves using something like hands or an instrument to strike another person during sex. Group sex, you know, it is what it sounds like. It's group Mm -hmm. sex, multiple people at once with maybe some varying power dynamics a la BDSM. Uh, There's role playing, which is, you know, having sex where certain partners are pretending to be other people or non-human creatures like a predator and its prey or an animal and its owner (laughs) or, you know, people of radically different ages, um, like an adult and a baby, right? Like some people might think like, ooh, so weird. But like at the same time, who are we to judge other people? And there are so many things that yeah. happen to us throughout our lives that can impact the ways in which we enjoy certain kinds of kink play. So don't judge. Just do your own thing. Mind your <laughs> business, basically. Uh, sensation play, right, where one person is either intentionally deprived of certain senses or they're heightened. Uh, basically, like if someone's using a blindfold or if they're using an ice cube or heat, like a temperature, you know, candle that melts, right? Like those are all kind of sensation play. And then these two are very interesting to me. Voyeurism, which involves sex where one or more partners are aroused by the act of watching other people. So it's kind of like live porn, right? (laughs) Um, And exhibitionism. So where one or more partners is aroused by the act of being watched, um, So it's like being an adult film star, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm just intrigued by all of these. And if you're someone who's listening, who's like, hmm, I might want to get into this and learn a bit more. And so I'll I'll send it over to Mariah for some final thoughts here. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, there's there's a lot of new things here, maybe for some people and 
things that might seem like, oh, that is, that's, that's interesting maybe. But yeah, I think I definitely like encourage people to do their own research and really, you know, maybe consult supportive people or also educators who work in this specific field. But overall, I feel like BDSM and sexual kink can teach people a lot about themselves and their bodies and their like their desires and relationships. Um, And there are a lot of like valuable life skills that people can kind of gain from these practices. Like, and they can be applied to many different areas of our lives, like communication, consent, learning how to set boundaries, being candid, being so honest about what you want and need and just like overall personal growth. And there's a lot of like there's a lot of self-awareness that comes with that. And I feel like people who practice BDSM or sexual kink, like they, this is something that can lead to a lot of confidence and self-esteem and just like a deeper understanding of oneself, which I, I'm all about that. I love that. And some people, you know, this is how people kind of arrive to that place, or this is an avenue for people to explore this about like themselves. So I don't know. I just, totally. I really love that aspect of it. Um, So I think if you're interested in learning more um, on social media specifically, here are just a few kink educators. We have Sunny Megatron, which is at Sunny Megatron on Instagram and TikTok. Emerson Karsh, which is at the Kink Educator on Instagram. And Kink Academy, which is at Kink Academy on Instagram. Marla Stewart, which is at one Marla Stewart on Instagram and TikTok. And Yaz, which is at Yaz the Human on Instagram and TikTok. Amazing. Mariah, thank you so much for exploring sexual kink and BDSM with me today. I know that our listeners are equally as excited about this as I am. 